0: You're listening to the Mind Made Wrong Podcast, presented by Steel Maggie, episode number 18. Well, hello there. You see me. Finally, I'm in the flesh. I really wish we could be hanging out together in person, doing this mind-made wrong thing. But what I'm doing today is the next best thing because it's my first video podcast, Spirit Fingers. So for those of you who would like to see this mug, um, this particular episode is the first of my video interviews and video podcasts. I'm going to be experiment, experimenting with that and seeing how it goes, seeing if you guys like it. Um, if you're listening, obviously, on Apple Podcasts and hearing this on Spotify or your, your audio platform of choice, um, head on over to YouTube, Steel Maggie YouTube channel. It's going to be under Mind Made Wrong, episode 18 with Stephen Myers. So that's my guest today. Um, riveting. He's the founder and guitarist of Past Tense of Never, which is a really cool band name, first of all. Um, and he's a musician as an, as an individual living with Asperger's. Uh, Stephen is really a testament to the importance of mindset. He's an advocate against bullying, hate, and stigma. Um, and as such, he's a great, amazing contributor to this podcast. So without further ado... I'm just gonna say hey. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> this is nice to meet. You. <laughs> this is nice to meet you. This is Stephen Myers. Everyone, um I just introduced him, um but now you've got both of us on screen, so double trouble. What's not mm-hmm. to love? We've got the, we've got the SM. We've got the September Morning. We've got mm-hmm. the Steel Maggie. We've got the Stephen Myers. We're just we're, we're rolling.
1: We're rolling in SMs. That's just. <laughs> that's gonna be how it is,
0: that is that's, that's, how, that's how I like it that's that's my world. this is my universe all right Stephen so first tell us right off the bat where we can find past tense of never online what are your Instagram handles what what are your Twitter's what are your YouTube's lay it all on
1: first place you're gonna want to go to find past tense of never is Spotify Uh, Spotify's got everything up to date um, and you can just go to the search bar, type in past tense of never. And uh, we're the only one there. We'll come right up. Also, you know, the same thing goes for Apple music, uh, Tidal, Deezer, Napster, Amazon, so on and so forth. uh, uh, Google play. you can find us all there. Um, Just simply type in past tense of never Um, Instagram and Twitter are both the same. Uh, You do the at symbol and then it's P T O N official. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are all regularly updated I have to admit we're not the greatest with Twitter we're still learning but we'll get there so you know come Twitter's by and hard. say hi yeah it's
0: <laughs> it's interesting place.
1: I, 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 Twitter's so again we digress but I say briefly Twitter's so interesting to me because of how well you can keep up with current events that aren't filtered to, to for the most part you know, like watching a live video of the Hong Kong protest because somebody threw it up on Twitter. It's like, look what's happening now. Just of that nature. But back to where to find us, Facebook, uh, you could do fb.me forward slash past tense of never. Um, and you can also find us on the YouTubes. We have a new video coming out in early September, um, along with a single. So, uh, that's good just just please help us beef up the subscribers to a hundred so we can get a uh custom youtube link that would be that would be fantastic I think oh, they, the yeah. <laughs> they awarded to you at a hundred I believe we're at about sixty five um <laughs> but definitely come subscribe uh there's there's hidden gems on there that aren't anywhere else um and uh it really helps when people check out our social media and uh you know engage with us uh definitely consistently you uh, definitely stream our stuff uh Spotify is a big contender right now we are in a golden age with Spotify and uh a lot of promoters um potential management etc they're looking at that and uh we you know we got some pretty decent high numbers as far as like us being you know a, a I dare say local band um up and coming maybe uh as opposed to some of our other counterparts, and that shows that our, our fans love us. They give a shit. They think that uh, you know what we're doing is something that's impacting them. So you know they they check us out. Definitely, you know, throw that Spotify up.
0: All right. Well, tell tell us about past tense of never.
1: Past tense of never. Um, and and uh, there's a lot of. First of all, we're gonna go ahead and preface this. There are a lot of John Lucas overlays.
0: Oh, I'm um, sure. <laughs> or se-
1: segues leading back to earlier we were talking about September Morning. John McLucas has done does do uh I believe drum editing is the phrase for September Morning. He did some other work with him. Um uh so Past Sense of Never is a coined by John McLucas industrial post-prog band. Um that genre definition came from John because I have no idea what genre we are. I I can't figure it out. Um just don't know so one day i was like dude what are we and that was what he spewed out at the moment and i've went with it i think it's very i think it's very accurate um we are based out of uh piedmont of north carolina um the band is uh a trifecta of um myself i am the league well live lead guitarist but in the studio i am the guitarist the bassist, uh, the soundscaper. Um, Courtney McMillan is our vocalist. She is also uh, a talented keyboardist as well. And up until our next show has been playing keys uh, live for every performance that we've had. We're going to backing tracks so she can go be more active like she wants to. And I think that's awesome um, and well-deserved. Uh, LC Fox is our drummer. Um, they are an excellent addition and have been in the band since August of 2018. Before then, we did not have a drummer. Our drummer was the Mac that I'm talking on to you right now. <laughs> um, and we were running uh, drums that I had pre-programmed uh, using uh tune track drum software and Reaper as a DAW with the very right that I have under there now as my backup mobile uh, interface. Um, and Elsie, they had came to audition for us. They did a fantastic job. And we were like, yo, do you want a job? <laughs> and, and, and it, it just, uh, you know, it, 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 through all the band members that we've had, we, we have this uh, triad of us three where we're just going to kind of keep it that way. And um, we've, we've gelled together into a wonderful unit. Um, the band initially started, oh gosh, back in 2007. Um, it was a whole different, uh, back then, oh man. <laughs> you know, we, I didn't have a clue, but I knew that I was writing these cool songs. And there was this wonderful vocalist named Angel up the street in Scranton, PA, That uh, when I lived there at the time. And we got together, started making songs. We had a, dev- a demo out called Angel Devil Drug Syndrome in Scranton. That was pretty popular. Um, there was uh, all sorts of cool shows that we had done. It was, but, but I didn't have a clue, you know, and I was still, you know, at this point, I didn't even know about the Asperger's. It was a whole different ball game for me. And uh, from then until just this past year it's been just a a cavalcade or or an avalanche rather of uh different band members just trying to cycle in you know who who works best for this what what are you know how is this gonna impact the music we make like what are like what's your, your vision what do you see doing with this and we went through three singers uh five bass players god knows how many guitarists guitarists
0: Um, you know guitarists
1: (laughs) i mean i don't want to be the pot calling the kettle black (laughs) that's what i'm saying but you know (laughs) (laughs) but we went through so many and and now it's just like you know elsie and courtney and i have three different musical uh directions that um have just that just come into a a this wonderful melting pot of, of deliciousness. And I mean, the, the singles that we've done since, like, for example, LC penned a song called one for all. It's a, I'm going to do my best to uh, describe it. It's a wonderful anthem for the LGBTQ community of uh, which they are a big part of. I'm, I'm also a part of it. And I'm sure millions of Americans or pe- people in this world are a part of it and um that song has just it's just uh, musically it grabs you and and lyrically it tells you a story of how how much you want to just take back what's yours and say i'm i am i am me i am all for one i am one for all they penned this they wrote it they played the guitar on the track. All I did was the bass guitar and the synthesizers. The programming, yeah, yeah. Well, well, no, the bass was performed live. Uh, I have a MIDI controller, so and, and I mean I can play keyboards too. So I don't really program much anymore. Um, and there's an electronic drum. We have a Simmons. It's a SD three hundred and fifty. It sucks. I don't like it, but we have it. And you know, if I don't want to program drums, or if Elsie, you know, wants to we want to record them here as opposed to recording them there either way i would say past tense of never is just a huge melting pot of influences ranging from industrial to rock to oh gosh i don't i would say it's metal and then somebody else would say it was post-core mathematical drain cleaner music i'd <laughs>
0: there's too it's, many it's, like genres yeah,
1: i get so lost but um it's something that really we hope that our music tells tales that 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 that, that people can identify with um ranging from social issues to family issues to even the deeper darker issues that some people just don't want to talk about but we, we, they really got to address so we can make life better for everybody
0: Absolutely, sounds like you've got a great little trio, kind of like that core, you know. Um, so there were all, there was a lot of tumult, you know, in the past. I guess twelve years, or you know, ten to twelve years that you were dealing with all the different band band members or members, right? Um, what was the biggest lesson you learned throughout all that? But maybe it can be about the music industry, or it can be about yourself.
1: Don't um, trust. Don't trust anybody at their word. Be a Doubting Thomas. Oh, Oh my God. Absolutely. Because, I mean, I had a, like, for example, I had a bass player that couldn't tune a bass. and But I liked him, and I would come in, and I would tune his the bass before he got to practice. And then the singer at the time, not our current singer, the singer in the band at the time showed up at the practice spot, caught me tuning the bass, and was like, Fuck are you doing? and I explained myself, and that's where um i really i had to have a coming to Jesus with myself. like, what am I doing? <laughs> am I really doing this? Oh my gosh, I'm just as oh 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 no 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 and 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 uh I mean you know he, he quit eventually, so it was like well, okay, I'm saved and having to fire you, but whatever, uh but, um, I, I and, and that's just one of many stories of many, like, like just, to, I, I really think that you, you should, and, and to, to, to elaborate on that, rather than just throw out a sentence, um, take the time to get to know a person who's joining your band, definitely invest in a relationship learn about their skills more importantly watch their skills let see it in front of you really definitely without a shadow of a doubt let them prove to you that they can do what they say that they can do because if you don't there's gonna be those moments when you're on stage and things sound bad and you want to smash guitars
0: and that's not part of your aesthetic <laughs> that's 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 not, not part anymore
1: of <laughs> not anymore i have for one of my guitars is a thousand dollar seven string schecter you think i want to smash that yes. oh i can just imagine going and getting the performance guarantee on it like you know the guitar center guy's like so uh what happened i see this youtube video here and i'm like uh it fell my kid knocked it over <laughs> 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 um but no i just feel that it's really important to definitely do your homework on people that are gonna be uh, working on a musical project with you. Make sure that their interests align with yours. It all goes in with the whole, don't be a, or definitely be a Doubting Thomas. Definitely do that. Um, And and that doesn't mean, okay, let's clarify. <laughs> don't say, I don't, I don't believe you. You can't do that. Just but more so like in your head say, okay, well, you say you're an excellent, um, well, for example, like right now, our bass guitars are running through our backing tracks, like September mornings are. So we don't have a bass player. So if somebody wanted to audition for our band as a bass player, you know, and they're like, "Well, I'm fantastic. You know, I can play really well, and I've got a five string jazz Fender, blah blah blah, blah blah blah, blah blah blah, and pegged up and there. It's like, okay, cool, man. Well, um, you know, you got anything I could check out on YouTube? Are you playing, or you got any demos and stuff? You know, because you've been playing for like twenty years, and you seem really accomplished. Oh no, man, I don't really have anything on. You know, it's like shit, dude, I've got a video on YouTube of me smashing a bass guitar and walking off stage because of, like, back in 2006, like, I've got stuff from the, the, the early 90s, again, I'm almost 40 years old, so it's like, you know, like, it, 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 so if anybody were to say to me, well, you know, Steven, I'd like to hire you as an XYZ, do you have anything I could reference from? Dude, fill in the blank, like, I'll take the check, bro, what's that, Chad Kroger, you want me to be your guitar tech? what? You want me to write a song with Nickelback? Dude, sign. Like,
0: <laughs> There's a lot no. of all talk, you know, especially when it comes to um, people um, entering bands and, you know, people trying to get into for hire situations. Um, it's not, it's not a good scene.
1: Well, I also want to take this to, to, to dual answer. There's a, the answer to your question is also a double-edged sword because like, you know, I didn't have my mental health stuff right until this year. Okay. And, uh, I really feel like another thing that people need to do. If you're starting a band is you need to make sure that you have your own shit in order. Really do. And, and not just like you playing, like I'm trying to stick with so much the theme of your, like we can kind of go off a little bit, but sticking with the theme of your show, have your, have it in order. Okay. Like to, like me i lived with a false diagnosis for almost 20 plus years and then you know because i never got my stuff in order i um did a lot of stupid shit i ruined friendships um and with all that being said like i had to really step back and say oh my gosh i think i might be the problem in some of the in a lot of these situations
0: <laughs> the holy crap <laughs> i am
1: the problem in a lot of these situations you know this guy and 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 I have and there's people out there who would definitely agree with that statement they would say oh wow he's finally saying it well good for him or or or, (laughs) that guy and you know what that's there that's totally cool it's totally cool but um I just really feel it's important um and I know it's hard especially I know these are like not to try to talk too much about it because of you know I don't want to answer a question you might ask me in 20 minutes but it's like with as hard as it is to find decent mental health help you know, compassionate mental health help, you know, mental health help that doesn't just, uh, you know, try to throw some pills at you with no subsequent care and call it a day. Um, you know, it's it invest that time in, in looking for a healthcare professional, you know, especially a primary doctor that can, you know, guide you in the right direction of, of maintaining, of getting that help. Um, and do that before you try starting a band because you will mess stuff up. If you don't, I've been there. I've done it. I've ruined the relationships, and I'm here to tell you that if you don't do those things, that is going to be one quick way to take a band that was a beautiful unicorn and watch it fall
0: <laughs> I love that I that's perfect, <laughs> and it's all your fault it is it is and it's it's it's, mm-hmm. it's yours, you know, and you can't you can't take people you can't save people from a sinking ship when you're the sinking ship you Agreed. know it's yeah
1: it's. Agreed.
0: It's a losing battle. So let's go to that, um, what you touched on about mind made wrong, the theme of this podcast. Let's talk about um, a moment in your life um, when you felt or believed that your mind was made wrong. And how did you go about the process of healing? Uh,
1: they were in two different points of my life. I felt that my mind was made wrong, like, oh gosh, all through childhood. Cause I was never like normal, like, and it leading back to not getting so to social stuff, having to lie and fake your way through life and act like, like I would literally find the most popular kid and spend like weeks following him around, being out of sight, not knowing, not letting them know I was there and watching how they acted and how they talked and how they got through stuff. And then I would do that and I would have similar results it was the same way of how to deal with bullies back in the day. I I watched kids who would stand up for themselves and, um, how do I G rate this? Uh, it's not a (laughs) smack. Okay. They would smack the shit out of somebody who deserved it because they wouldn't stop bullying them. And I would see that. And I was also getting bullied a lot back in the day. Um, I mean, I, I was a, you know yankee growing up in rebel territory and i didn't even understand half of that stuff to begin with as a youngster um and i dealt with a lot of crap from the confederate flag waivers um and then i would watch kids who were not they were made right i suppose or they let's just say they didn't have any neurological disorders or anything like that. And they would get bullied and they were like, No, no, I'm not gonna take your crap. We're gonna we're gonna end this now. Um, I would emulate that behavior and the bullies would start to stop. Um monkey so, see, monkey do. Yeah. Yes, it was it was it was yeah, it was. And that but that also, you know, didn't fare well in other situations. So let's we're not gonna say that the you know also keep in mind, like back then, you know, like God love my parents, you know, they, they tried their best to work with me, but you know, back then, like you had to have a lot of money to get good mental health care. It didn't matter if you had his Medicaid stuff. They just, it's sending you to a counselor who wants to go home and get on the personals and get laid and drink a bottle of wine. Are you kidding me? I'm in my, I'm in my late thirties before I was, when I was single, I wanted to do the same thing. What do you, I'm an adult. I know what you want to, you don't want to be here helping people get out of here <laughs> what? you talk to me about stupid questions that i can go on now online on the internet and read and like i could read a dsm-5 i don't need you you know that kind of stuff but but either way like um god love my parents like they just the asperger's wasn't discovered until this year okay and and like i would watch like documentaries about people like that and just see so much in common with me and then i uh i um just a, I had seen a, a guy and he's got a channel called the aspie world that th- this dude is just like amazing, a wonderful resource, but um I expect like as an adult discovering these things so I discovered that um my the mind was made wrong when I was young, but I went through the process of healing this year um, it was personal i uh found out I was having a daughter and I was like, you know what? I don't want my kid to grow up like this, going 38 years in her life and not knowing what the frick is going, what? No, dude, no, no, no. So I started, uh, I went to my primary doctor and I was just like, look doc, X, Y, Z. So we set up Asperger testing, uh, autism testing, it was like Spectrum deal, it was a um, whole kit and caboodle. And uh, I'm on minor medication for anxiety, just in case. Mm -hmm. Like one of those things. Um, But it's not like it doesn't alter my mood. So I I just kind of feel like situations I've had where anxiety came up, it helped helped me manage that a little bit. So that was that was nice. Um, But yeah, it was like 39 years old. You find out you're, you know, that's you. And you're like, okay, well, so now I have a I have an answer and an explanation how the hell do I live with it? (laughs) But, uh, the process of healing really just went with, with learning how to deal with it, learning how to, um, having an answer to what I was and, and, and how to move forward, you know? Cause you know, it'd be, it'd be aggravating to be talking to my dad and he'd want to have a conversation and be saying, I don't want you to get mad and get animated. And I'm thinking, okay, you just described my ass. Good job. But, and he'll never get it. God love him. He'll never get it. But like that kind of stuff, like the the healing starts really with you. Mm -hmm. It starts with you. It starts with you owning your shit and it doesn't excuse you for any bad shit you did in the past. You still got to come to terms with that. There's still stuff I'm going to have to come to terms with and I'm fine with that. It's, it's whatever. Fine. But at least now, you know, a lot of the people that I hurt in the ways that I may have hurt them, um, you know, and each person finds this out throughout their life, I understand now that me not dealing with my, with my neurological disorder, as it were, like, I just, I didn't get, I didn't live the way that I could have to spend the 39 years that I was on this earth so far um, I guess a little more loving.
0: Would you say that you're the catalyst to, to embarking on that healing process and saying, oh, well, fuck, something needs to change, was, was the, um, the existence of your, of your, of the birth of your daughter?
1: Oh, yeah. When I found out that my girlfriend was Prego's, I was like, oh, well, this is cool. I mean, like, I, it wasn't, I mean, you're scared like normal, but yeah. I was like, oh, wow, well, I'm, I'm going to get to see what I look like. And then the cool stuff so is like, oh, I get to have a family. And re- Okay, cool. Like, t- t- nice. I'm, I'm totally cool with all of that. But, but when, you know, Kiara, you know, coming into our lives, like, I just didn't want, whatever was wrong with me, we needed to fix this stuff quick because I don't have time anymore. I just don't. There's so much going on, especially with a new baby coming into the world. And, you know, I just could not anymore justify not taking care of what was, what was bothering me, causing me so many problems. And my relationships were suffering with people. Um, and I just had enough that was it. I just had enough. Like, you you know, that age old adage, you know, you hit rock bottom, you you know, you'll figure out how to swim. I mean, that's, that was it. So that's
0: how it manifested was in the relationships. Um, Anything, anything else?
1: Yeah, well, I, I, I wasn't exactly the best boyfriend either. Oh man, let me tell you, trying to communicate to a girl, a girl or whoever you're dating rather, like just trying to communicate. Oh yeah, it was terrible. Like you know, <laughs> And I, you know, I had even ghosted one person like, Oh no, don't please. I don't want anyone thinking I'm some kind of angel or like, you know, if anything, my fuck ups, I want people to learn from. So they just don't do it. <laughs> like, but no, I've just like, it was hard. It's hard to communicate. It was hard to communicate. Like even like something like this. Mm-hmm. This is, it's difficult for me. Hell yeah, it is. But at the same token, I had to learn from people, people like John or, you know, other people that do podcasts or people that do interviews. How do you, how do you be interviewed? How do you talk to somebody when you're on camera? What do you want to avoid doing? And then I just memorized that shit. You know, and, and uh, it makes it hard though, because then I have to wonder, well, what is my personality even like? And then you figure out when it comes to people like us or like me, my personality is my routine. Ooh. And that to me is, that to me is interesting because I literally have to like who I am and who people see me as is nothing more than a conglomeration of all of the people that I admire, the people that I truly do have respect for put into one because I see them being successful and decent for the most part, decent people, you know? So, um, I feel like I didn't figure out who I was until I started examining what my routine was and the things that I liked and the things that I enjoyed and what I had passion for. And then I started to figure out who I was. Through, yeah. that. Through that. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Cause everything else is just like, you know, it's all social. Yeah, I mean, that takes up a huge yeah. part of our lives.
0: It's all on the the cues which, you know, anyone on the spectrum struggles with, you know, and we all have these oh, little yeah. nuances that you're like, wait, like someone like you just goes, you know.
1: Oh, and then the part where we say well, people say um uh, there's with Asperger's say inappropriate things at times. They may not realize it may be inappropriate to say, like, yo, fuck you. We just say what we want. <laughs> okay and that's pretty much it like like god love him like my boss uh, we're all sitting around talking and he's got a uh, sty on his eye on his eyeball and and it, like a big old pimple type thing and we're not even talking about it I mean god love him just sitting here shooting shit blah 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 and I'm just looking at it and I'm looking at it and he notices me looking at it and I'm just like dude what the fuck is wrong with your eye <laughs> and everybody else just looks at me like what What's is wrong seven? with you <laughs> and 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 my boss who's a really good dude he's a really good dude and he's like he because he, he knows he knows me He he's known yeah. me since like like we went to high school together you know and and so he knows me he he gets and once I told once I once I confided in him about the Asperger's thing I started coming out more a little you know he, he was like oh well, a lot of this makes sense now you know <laughs> but but uh no but he explained to me like you know well, this is what it is and blah 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 blah, blah. and it was like because that's just it, you know and we just say what's on our mind at that present time we don't understand small talk I think small talk is just stupid it really genuinely like like the or better like like hi Mariah how are you it's like you don't give a damn how I am why are you even asking me that because I could say well you know what um it hurt to poop this morning um (laughs) Uh, I kind of broke and went for the four for four at Wendy's. I shouldn't have had fast food. Now it hurts even more to poop. Do do you really want to know how I'm doing? Do you really want to know how I'm, um, Oh, my girlfriend might leave me because I fart in bed a lot and snore and I won't do anything. You really want to know how my day is going.
0: And again, we're just, we're just
1: like just talking to say, but again, even, even saying that here now, people probably watch this and be like, the fuck is he thinking? Dude, that's my mind. Like, that's just just whatever's on the mind it's like i th- there's a filter that sometimes works and the filter will be like uh if you say that you're gonna go to jail and then then i don't say it but then it's like uh well people you're not gonna be the most popular person in the room but at least you'll get to sleep in bed at night and feel good okay it's coming out <laughs> so it's, it's it's a fine line <laughs> Well, yeah, because it's really—I mean, like, I don't know, like, like that's why it really bothers me when smart, educated people talk about Aspergers, because it's like, no offense, but like, I don't—I'm really I'm talking about like the whole uh the, the educated part of it, because I'm not educated, and I get so lost with some of this stuff. I'm pulling up my phone, like, dude, uh define Stadagorianism, blah, blah blah, like some super—like that's not even a real word, but like some super long word that you know, if I have to use it more than twice in a ten-minute period to figure out what the hell you're saying, then you know, that's, again, mea culpa for, you know, I, I can't focus in school, like, I just can't, I, I like, if it's not hands-on, I'm just sitting there in a the classroom, like, dude, why am I here, it, it sucks, i want to go play Hitman, yeah, I'm gonna play video games, <laughs> you know, but, but yeah, so, so that's, yeah, I just, uh it's, it bothers me when they talk about it, because I feel like, they're observing what we're doing and then trying to tell other people. So it's like, I appreciate the effort, but you know, you're not, you're, you're not me. I think you need to like, let us tell you, you know, but then again, like, I mean, I I mean, I'm smart, but I'm a dummy. What do I know?
0: (laughs) Well, honestly, honestly, I think it's to me, things are best in, in layman's terms like of course like when it comes to medications and you know studies and everything okay like you can use the shenanigan terms but like when you're trying to educate other people i think it's really important just to be honest you know and frank and like i i I, to me i totally get like the i don't like the small talk it's like yeah like (laughs) you don't need to know no my
1: doctor that's why i love my doctor that's why i love my doctor they're amazing (laughs) doctor comes in like so. Got your results and talk about it. Okay, cool. What's up? Well, you are definitely on a spectrum. I'll tell you, your needles like, Woo! <laughs> I, my, my doctor's cool, you know, because we can joke around like that. I had uh, you know, cause I sometimes use humor to, you know, deflect nervousness and uh, she's like, yeah, you do. You totally have Asperger's like, this is a thing. And, and uh, I want you to, I'm, I'm going to give you some resources and I'm going to, I want you to check out a couple of these YouTube things. And and again, all it was straight up. It was to the point. I, you know, like I don't like the I don't like the salesman buttering up thing. You know what I mean? I don't like the whole like if you're gonna sell me a shit sandwich, please don't try to put put it in some kind of Panera bread and and some beautiful. <laughs> just 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 be like, yo, dude, I got a shit sandwich. That's all I got. But you know, it's it's nice. It's pretty. <laughs> It's really junk. shitty. It's shitty. <laughs> you know, it, 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 I don't like that. It's kind of like leading back to the whole small talk thing. Like they, yeah. it, it just, I get lost in it. And, and and good for people who enjoy that stuff. I just think that, to me, and I'm probably wrong in this, and that's totally fine. But to me, small talk is like, wow, dude, you're shallow. You cannot say what you mean. You just want to spout a bunch of meaningless shit that, I just nobody cares. Like, nobody cares. You don't even care about this. Why are we the other? I, <laughs> I
0: think that's, um, I don't want to say, do you feel, do you feel like it could be to your advantage? I'm not sure because people like with small talk, like it can totally be a waste of time and people will hide behind that because they don't want to talk about real things. And that's a, that, that can be a disadvantage to them that they're not willing to do that. Mm-hmm. So I just, I'm wondering if you experience, you, you might experience it that way.
1: Oh, well, I would say, I I could say that, yeah, that would definitely be a thing. Um, but what ends up happening is if, let me tell you something, if there's some ice going to be broken, I'm going to break it. You know, there's, there's definitely not a. I, you had, I had to learn not to be shy because it was the only way I was going to have human interaction in order to like, to survive. Because even if, you know, I might not like people very much, but you still got to have people in your life. You still got to have love and you still got to have relationships and friends and family. You still have to. Yeah. And, and, you know, um, when people were uncomfortable because I wasn't about the small talk and I'm just like, Hey man, we actually need to like, like, I, I like if I are somebody like, I know that some people who want to do business, like they like to be buttered up. I'm just like, nah, I don't want to, you know, I don't want I don't want to butter you up, dude. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to take you out and 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 give you a reach. I'm literally going to just tell you, Hey man, we need to do some business. I have three grand and I need a music video and I like your work. Can I hire you? You know, yes not, so no. <laughs> Yeah not hey let me go to this party and get you twisted off your ass and hook you up with somebody and then in the morning if i if you're in a good mood and don't have a hangover i could maybe have the job like you know and then that small talk turns into a whole round of dude i'm almost like i said i'm almost 40 man i'm not trying to do that kind of stuff (laughs) like it's just it's just but either way like i think it all ties into the small talk thing to, to people deflecting uh they don't want to deal with whatever the issue they don't want to talk about whatever the real issue is like i think the best small talk the the, human for me the most entertaining rather the most entertaining is when people of two different political ideologies start talking and small talks you know that they want to get to the stuff that they hate about each other but they can't because they're too busy talking about how the flowers are growing really well and oh little johnny's just hitting that baseball team he's doing so well and you know, little Trish is in band and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, oh, by the way, screw your politics. Oh, screw your politics. And they just finally get to it. You know, it's like watching that because they're so nervous about who's going I'm just like, and I'll be like this. <laughs> no. And I, and, and it's not even on purpose. Like I literally am doing that. Like I imagine like I'm, a
0: Little tennis match.
1: <laughs> back and forth, back and forth, you know, but, to, but, but, but uh, I don't know. I, I just wish. The social stuff is never going to go away. We, we, we just have to learn to deal with the world and we have to accept what's out there on a social level and, and just adapt.
0: Let's talk about some resources that you would think are helpful for us to dig into when it comes to learning more about the autism spectrum, Asperger's, and other neurological conditions. Because I, I kind of want to um, put on the, on the platform right now how we can be more educated in our advocacy.
1: I would encourage everyone to check out the Aspie world. It's this guy that has Asperger's and he pretty much just lays it out in layman's terms. If you like, I don't know if he's British or Australian. I, I beg the forgiveness on that. Cause I don't really, I don't really care. All I really care about is that, well, he dude seems like we have a lot in common. We definitely have a lot in common. It turns out the guys in a band, he plays music too. And he uses music as a way to bridge the gap as far as the social thing, not, not speaking for him. It's just what I'm observing, but it to, for those watching the space, A S P I E space world. Um, it's pronounced Aspie. And, uh, he, it's an excellent resource. And the reason I believe I'm going to recommend that as opposed to something like, we'll go online and just Google it. Cause no, um, is that he's really telling it like it is from the perspective of somebody was on the spectrum he's there, there's no bullshit There, there's none of the, none of this uh oh well in order for you to understand this you have to have a master's degree and fuck offology and it's like oh no dude just <laughs> cut to the chase you know like he's yeah. not one of those guys where you watch a video on youtube and you literally have to spend the first four minutes getting through uh Please don't forget to subscribe and blah, blah, blah. And while you're at it, this shirt that I've got, is a Gildan shirt comes from FuckoffTshirt.com. They're so kind to of sponsor me and I'd really appreciate it. To... No, it's just straight up. All right, this is what I've got and this is the deal. And here's, for example, nine ways you can spot symptoms in adults. It was one of the videos that helped me make my mind up to finally say, I'm going to go to the doctor and we're just going to handle this. Because I have dealt with years of these garbage diag- of bipolar. For those people who have bipolar, they are suffering. And like, I, like they, there's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. However, I've been people who've been given the diagnosis of bipolar disorder, regardless of what the type is, and then they don't have bipolar. And they're literally telling the people throughout the years, no, I'm just an asshole. I don't have manic and depressive swings. This is not me well you 're always depressed yeah i 'm an American. What do you expect? <laughs> come on, you know um but but uh either either way, like um back to the I digress back to the resources, I would also um, recommend checking out a TED talk by dylan Daler, d a i l o r um, it was given uh, about three years ago, and it's it 's something that I recommend someone checks out if they're learning to, he talks a little bit about like how empathy and Asperger's tie in. And, and, and I think that that's something really, I get that he's educated and everything and all you have to listen to a smart guy talk on stage, but it still, to me was something that touched, especially with the empathy part. And uh, there's also, and again, all these are going to be YouTube because honestly, like to, to, to go to the library, that shit can be outdated. Just just go online, man. Um, Asperger's Central is a really good place to look up uh, information. And so is the channel Lee Health, like Bruce Lee, even though it's nothing to do with Bruce Lee. Um, uh, Lee Health is another really good uh, resource. And this is also for people who uh, might be dealing with those family members who have uh, Asperger's or autism, um, to blanket it. Uh, This could also be for a partner who is maybe realizing that their partner might not be bipolar or fill in the blank. It could be for anybody. It could be for someone like me who's just discovering who they are. Um, I think they're wonderful resources because they're from people who know what's going on that are there, you know, and, and, and that to me shows care and it shows respect and love for those who are who are dealing with this so that way we because it's you you don't know that i have this until i tell you most people just think i'm an asshole and i'm just outspoken
0: you know
1: oh no totally oh yeah Yeah. i get a lot like you know that dude's a fill in whatever insult you want i mean i've heard it you know especially in my music scene but at the same token um like I, i still sleep at night my my field is barren there are no fucks grown in it and there's nothing I can do about what someone thinks about me, but what I can do is, boy, if I screwed somebody over or stole, lied, cheated, just like anything, like people just need to be honest and try to quit making themselves look so super good. We're all assholes. We've all done some bad stuff, and I bet in your closet and my closet we got some stuff. So it's like just own your shit, and 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 uh you know, like I've had to have several conversations with people. Man, look, the way I talk to you, dude, like you may not get what i have now but this is an explanation i just want you to know i'm still sorry for acting like a chode but now i you know we've bridged the gap and in, in cases where it's been too harmful for the other person to try to make something right i just don't do shit i just like, okay well <laughs> you know i guess, you know i don't want to hurt you anymore by apologizing you don't want to see my face well then i am just gonna you know i won't be in your life and then you just move on i, I learned that from uh Narcotics Anonymous, that was actually a really good uh, resource from them, you know, but again, uh, I digress. The, those are the resources I would recommend to people.
0: Brilliant. They're all going to be down in the bikini of the the YouTube. The YouTube. Let's talk about, um, since it seems like what you've had to do more, most recently is kind of make amends and, be, and explaining how you've come up like what what has actually happened instead of the false diagnosis of bipolar you explaining to people who you actually are what is um what is what you most struggle with now when it comes to your mental um state
1: i think what i struggle with now is i would just say like anyone else like, like chronic depression um where i'm i'm always depressed and to me, working through that <clears throat> is, is finding reasons to, in life, things in life that give you love, that fuel your passion, and that, that, that give you the happy feeling inside that just makes you eager to be alive, eager, eager to experience joy. Um, for me, uh, I deal with those things by being around my family. I've got a wonderful, loving girlfriend who I have no idea how she puts. Um, she's amazing. Um, it, it, she's my rock. Uh, she brought a, uh, her daughter into our relationship who I held in my arms at six months and fell in love with. And her daughter calls me daddy and I, she's almost three and I, I wouldn't have it any other way. And now she's pregnant with my child who, which to me, like, you know, my family just, has given me it gives me more happiness than it used to before because I didn't really acknowledge the existence of or the or, or, or the idea of me having an existence of a family um I uh that's first and foremost to, to me and uh secondly I would say music um whether it be my band or I'm just writing music for myself that you know I might do something with in the future Uh. To me, music just it makes me feel good. Like it makes me feel like I I matter, like I I have value, I can do something that, you know, is is I dare say coveted.
0: Yeah. So it's kind of like you're it's 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 the good Prozac, I think. I think um when I'm when I'm writing just writing down um my feelings, and not just my feelings, but lyrics. Mm-hmm. I feel the most myself, even if I'm feeling, because um, I am bipolar. Even if I, mm-hmm. I'm in a really deep dive, um, just to f- almost kind of feel like the universe hears me. Mm-hmm. You know, with with writing that out, um, and also listening to to music that encourages me, and um, I completely, I completely agree with you. It's it's a it's a therapy in itself.
1: Oh, definitely, definitely. But and then uh, I would say cannabis. Um, All right. Definitely, I will touch on that briefly. Um, Please do. Cannabis became really important to me um, as a teenager. Um, again, not knowing what was really going on with me, but knowing that if I uh, smoked. I felt so much better and people are like, well, duh, you know, and that's, that's great. But then again, n- not all people have to deal with what, what I deal with. Like to me, cannabis is a medicine and let's just be blunt. Oh gosh. Up until I got this diagnosis, I had been smoking like a freight train recreationally. Like, and, and, and I feel now that that's disrespectful. I feel like I was disrespecting cannabis to a point. Cause it was like, I wasn't really realizing the true value of this beautiful plant given to us by whoever don't care it's here and and because uh we don't have the proper research we don't have a a a way to until it's until it's finally legalized and taken off schedule one and it can be properly researched you know we all we have is someone like me who's saying yo cannabis saves my life like uh, i will never say who my doctor is, I will never say where I get my health care from. I will say that I confided everything in my doctor. I confided, when I say everything, we're talking about cannabis too. I know doctors in the state of North Carolina that if you tell that to, they will tell you to get the fuck out. They will not treat you. They, 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 they even get malicious and put things like, like, like uh, cannabis addiction syndrome. it just it just i don't know if people with asperger's or autism all get help or receive any kind of benefit by using cannabis i know that i do i know that i do and and to me it's so important to until research is given that says i'm wrong and then at that point it's like well you need to explain to me how it's helped me how it's kept me from not blowing my head off at times literal serious statement again this is not sarcasm because sarcasm to me like <laughs> what i don't get it it's
0: not a thing yeah
1: <laughs> well that's the thing a lot of people think i'm sarcastic i must actually be me and then i had like years ago i'm like i don't get this sarcasm stuff i don't understand it and it turns out i'm the epitome of it if i were normal <laughs> <You
0: know? laughs> i can see that i can see that
1: oh it oh, totally pisses my <laughs> girlfriend off to no end. god love her it does um um but to end on the that note i believe that cannabis can be a beautiful medicine for those suffering from social anxiety uh I dare say Asperger's and, um, depression, uh, just, just, uh, don't eat so much cause you'll get the munchies. And I'm just saying, yeah. <laughs> the weight, lost the weight, gained it and lost it and gained it again. It's, it's telling you
0: that's, that's but, the drawback.
1: <laughs> I am, I am a big, uh, advocate for, for, uh, cannabis and for its research. And, uh, i wholeheartedly believe that it has helped me the disclaimer don't go out and smoke weed just because i said it helped me and please for the love of god wait until your brain is developed i'm just like <laughs> yeah just, i i'm not going to give you medical or legal advice i'm just saying like you know if it's is or is not legal and it's not legal in my state i just don't care about that like i don't care And I don't, you know, like, what are you going to do? You're going to arrest me for a a fucking bowl and some, okay. (laughs) Then we're back to this. I think,
0: I think they have, they have bigger problems.
1: (laughs) You would think, you would really think. I definitely believe that without a shadow of a doubt, cannabis has helped me. But I can't say for sure that it would help anyone else because research hasn't been done and I can only speak for myself.
0: There you go. (laughs) That's perfect disclaimer. Perfect disclaimer. All right. Okay. So um, from your perspective as someone who is in the music industry and who also happens to have Asperger's, what do you think is the biggest pain point for um, others in the industry who have mental health and neurological disorders and how could we go about addressing it?
1: This is where I need your help and clarification. What do you of course. Pain? What do you mean by pain point?
0: Um, what do you think is affecting people at the core? Like, what is the um, what is the hardest thing we have to cope with as um, people in the industry who are also experiencing these um, oh,
1: issues? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I would. Oh, bullying! Without a shadow of a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt. Definitely. Um, I, I think it's difficult for uh, I'll speak from my perspective rather than somebody else's an attempt to get in their shoes. And I will also include the perspectives of people in um, my scene that have confided to me stories, uh, horror stories about being bullied. So um, I think that my point of view would be people like me that get bullied in the scene for X, Y, or Z, generally are going to go after the bully and make them stop. We're not going to care about gender. We're not going to care about affiliation, sexual orientation, creed, whether or not you go to a Chinese buffet or to a Mexican restaurant. I don't care about any of those things. If you're going to go out of your way to make me feel uncomfortable in a scene that I'm already struggling, to have the mental st- courage to go on stage and show my art to you, which let's just be real, for the first 15 years sucked. <laughs> like, you know, if I'm going to do that, like, don't, uh, the bullying's not going to work. The whole, the shit talking, the scenery, the whole, Oh, if you go do a show with this band, you won't do a show with us ever again. And I'll tell everybody, da da da. And like, it to me, I, I walked away from my music scene. I'm not really a part of it. I still do my thing. We still do shows. We still have our yearly annual uh, Jessica Palooza that we hold every October. Like, we still, and, and we're killing most of them in, in online plays. Um, And I'm referring to the bands that were had bullied myself and my band um openly without fear of retribution uh i feel us doing better than them has just shown a testament that when you deal with bullies head-on you can cope with the scare that's in your heart the fear that builds there from like half the people that I had problems with, I had no idea like where where any of this was coming from. And then when, when, when we really got to the root of the problem, it turned out, holy shit, these people are still in middle school mentally. What are you doing? And they're your age. And then it's coupled with me not having my mental health in check. Oh, recipe for disaster. Let me tell you, (laughs) you know, and, because like you have to keep in mind like steven now i can reply to certain situations a little bit differently you know um i mean i'll still tell someone to fuck off but at the same token getting to that point involves going up more stairs and you know as a guy who'd rather take the escalator to get somewhere it's like well i don't hell i mean i guess to, to touch on it like getting myself in check, like with the way I reacted to people or to bullies, especially like, you know, it turned out that I would disappoint some family members. You know, it, it turned out that you know, they, and, and I couldn't understand it. I was like, wait, so these people can do these things and they can say these things and they can act this way and they can th- throw monkey wrenches into my ba Like I had a, a, a I don't want to re- gender it. I need to remember not to do that a person canceled one of my band's shows and we showed up and we're like, we thought you guys weren't playing. Well, I, I got a call saying that y'all weren't playing. Well, really? Who was that? I we, no, we no idea. We had no idea until they brought the caller ID up and I saw the phone number. I was like, I know who the fuck that is. That's, that's dirty. That's really dirty. That is really bad. And, um, I just realized that, uh, bullying was a problem that needed to be stamped out and i don't think it'll ever go away
0: Well, yeah
1: i think that the best thing to do is when you encounter a cunt deal with them deal with them and deal with them right then and there and get it over with whether now like i'll I'll, I'll, i will give the advice that my father gave to me when i was younger and i'm going to preface this with when i grew up as a youngster cops weren't in schools they still weren't, they weren't modeled after county jails like they are now. And Betsy DeVos wasn't fucking everything up. So like we had something, we, we did. <laughs> My father said to me, he had just come back from Desert Shield, Desert Storm. I was telling him how I was being bullied at school. And he says to me, son, if you ever have a problem with somebody, you don't ever want anyone to see you deal with it. Because then they've got evidence against you. So you take your arm and you put it around them and you walk them somewhere and you say, you listen here, you little motherfucker. If you don't stop fucking with me, I'm going to wreck your shit. I'm going to wreck your shit right here and now. And you might beat my ass and I might, I might get in trouble. But if I get in trouble, I'm going to come after you again. We're going to stop this now. I'm going to come after and you harder. Away. You walk away. Now, I'm going to tell you what, every time I've done that to somebody, I've never had a problem with them. And then, you know, it started, it started coming up to where most people, would, um, would, would eventually think that they think that I'm crazy and they wouldn't want to bother with me. So like that had its pros and cons as well. Um, I just feel like the, the best, like bullying is definitely hands down like the worst problem that, that, that people with, I would say like w- with Asperger's or autism, you know, even if it's not acknowledged publicly face,
0: So um, you've been sharing that you want to help people, particularly those with neurological issues such as Asperger's, deal with bullies and hate in a positive way. Let's talk about that impact when it comes to having this platform you have um, with your band. Um, I want to know what your vision is with that and how you plan to execute it.
1: Well, I just really like to learn how to teach people to deal with bullies without getting arrested. Because I come from a different time. Yeah. I come from a time where you could smack the shit out of somebody if they were doing this to you. And 99 times out of 100, you weren't going to jail. Nowadays, you do something like that, you're more than likely going to go to jail. Everybody's got a cell phone. Now everybody's a social justice warrior and wants to go to town on you on Facebook over a situation they have no idea about. It's like, I want to learn how to deal with, I want to learn how to bridge the gap to the current generation and basically just embolden the message. You don't have to take people's shit. You can be you, you can be you, you can be happy, you can love, you can be loved. You could be whoever you want. And if somebody's around you that wants to bring you down, Oh, you could take them out, but I need to figure out, I want to figure out with my vision how to bridge the gap. And that's going to include talking to younger people, a younger generation. And back to the whole men shutting up and listening to women, it's going to be Steven shutting up and listening to what people nowadays are going through. Cause look, when I was growing up, man, like I had a BBS and I had four nodes running out of my house since so I was making some mad cash as a teenager. It was great. But back, like, like when I became a, a, a my first college year, like we had, a, that's when AOL came out with the free discs. That's when that started. So like, you know, you got a whole culture of kids who are used to a whole thing of online bullying, you know, that just didn't exist back in the day. You would just go into uh, the bathroom and you'd see so-and-so's name is, Whatever insult I happen to you know what I'm saying? Like that's what that was the extent of stuff. Like, you know, nowadays it's just so much more extreme. It's really extreme. And you have kids killing themselves over it. And that is just a fucking travesty. So I think that my envision would include listening to those who are billy bullying now and listening to their experiences and then trying to figure out in the environment of America that we have created, what we have here, right here, right now how do we stop them if i can't smack the shit out of you to cuz people can say violence is it doesn't work blah 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 and look i'm it's not about being a violent guy it's just about you won't stop you will not stop and i need you to stop cuz what you're doing it's none of this is good and if i put my hand on you you'll stop and i want to figure out how to not get to to not do that because I don't want people to go to jail for standing up for themselves. It's not cool. It's like, like a kid gets into a fight now and he gets arrested and, and he could, you know, I get that you're a juvie and your records are sealed and then you're 18 and what, but really you're known as that.
0: Yeah. It's on your record. Oh, and
1: an 18 year old gets into a fight and all of a sudden their life's ruined and they have a charge because some gung ho law now states that you're going to have to go to jail over having a scrap because violence is bad. Okay. Well then what do we do? Because no one's really saying like, this is how we deal with bullies. No one's saying, let them go in the back and just duke it out. No one's saying, let's sit down and talk. No one's saying, let's try to figure out what the problem is. They're just like, we're going to pretend it's not here and we're going to hope that life goes through. It's just disgusting how, you know, nobody really in my eyes is just standing up and saying, you know what, I've just had enough of this and I'm going to try to teach kids like how to, how to resolve problems. I'm going to teach kids how to work through differences. I'm going to teach kids how to properly stand up for themselves in a positive manner without resorting to violence like you just i don't i i didn't see that growing up i didn't see it with my nephews growing up and they're just now turning into young men fine young men um and if it's out there i'd like to be a part if it's out there and i just I'm ignorant and i don't know and that's totally cool too like i never claimed to be smart <laughs> um then i definitely would like to learn um about that and 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 help advocate advocate for that
0: Absolutely. That's, you've got your work cut out.
1: <laughs> oh, definitely. But,
0: but it's, the, it's, it's, I think it's tangible. I think if you just go and you use your Steven Ness, you know.
1: <laughs> if it, if it, if it could just help one kid not have to deal yeah. with being bullied, then, then great. Yes. I don't care if the kid has Asperger's or autism or not, but even more so like this is a, a disorder that like you can't tell that I've got unless I tell you you're just going to think I'm a dick and that's normal because that's the perception. If I don't share. And then also I got to try to, you know, like the, the leading back to, you know, owning your shit. Some girl had written an article, I forget who she was, but it was one of the best articles I ever read or had read, had read. And it was mental illness is not an excuse for you to be an asshole. I read and that yeah. And, and that also, that article touched with me, you know? So, so yeah.
0: Absolutely. I want to thank you so much for taking the time and just being so honest and just completely so like open about all of these things that you've been talking to us about. I have one more question. If you have the time.
1: I do. Yeah. I got a little bit of time. You're good.
0: Absolutely. Okay. So how have you created beautiful things in 2019 and how do you continue to do that for the rest of the year?
1: Well, I think I've, uh, continued on the path of creating, as you say, beautiful things by being lucky enough to be an audio engineer and have my own studio um, and all the instruments and everything that I need. Uh, if I need inspiration, I have a beautiful family. Like I said, I've got a loving girlfriend and, and, and blah, 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 uh, friends, family, just people who are doing well. I can look for inspiration within those things and, and I create. Um, I'm getting past the point where the angst is is the prevalent uh, theme in music. Like, I'm tired of negative shit, dude. Like, so it's like I don't want to write a song about the girlfriend who broke my heart. Fuck that bitch. I want to write a song about the woman I love. I want to write a song for my children to grow up to. Or if I'm angry about something, maybe I want to write a song about uh, something I'm passionate about. You know, like protecting our environment. You know, or climate change, or women's reproductive rights, or fuck it, women's rights. You know, I look to those. I look, I look to those kind of things for inspiration, and I create based off of that. I look at my drummer, who has went through hell and back, and is a beacon of hope and radiance in, in their community. And I look at their strength. I uh, take inspiration from that. Um, I look at my singer who is raising a daughter, uh, and who is growing into a fine young woman and how hard she's working to provide for her family. And, um, I take inspiration from that and my plans to continue. Well, until i can't i'm just going to keep doing it you know like i hope to be in my mid 50s cuz my my daughter my youngest daughter is going to be like 15 by then i hope to be in my mid 50s and figuring out all right am i going to be moving to puerto rico soon to be that old guy with the family that has a recording studio that all the bands come to to get that sound from cuz like i'm totally cool doing that you know um i don't have long okay i don't feel like like you talked earlier like really briefly you talked about like when you felt, you know, you believed your mind was made wrong and how you went about the process of healing. Well, to me, like, that's when my life started was this year. So yeah, my body's 39 years old and and thank God or Joe Pesci or whoever's listening, I'm healthy, but I don't know how much longer I got. I could die right now. So as long as I'm here, I hope to be able to be creating music that, or be a part of, shall I say, creative creating music that touches people that they can identify with that they can say, "Hey, I've been there," or "Hey, I I I hear that. That makes me that makes me feel good. Like that. That gives me. I now have that jump to do something in my day. You know. Um, that kind of stuff gives me hope. You know. That's what. That's why. That's what keeps me. Uh, that's what keeps me creating beautiful things is that kind of joy and that love for all of those things.
0: Amen. I love it. That's, that was perfect. Perfect. You just quit. Nice little bow, nice little bow. And we're not about nice wrapping things up in nice little bows here, but that was, that
1: was right. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> right. Right on. Right on. Right on.
0: <laughs> all right. Perfect. Um, tell us, just remind us again where you want us to find you and follow you and stalk you.
1: No, it's great. Uh, definitely check us out on Spotify. You can just type in Past Tense of Never. Uh, we're the only one there. We come right up. Um, also, other music platforms like Apple Music, uh, Pandora, Amazon Prime, Google Play, Napster, Deezer, all that stuff. Like We're, we're, we're on all of them. Um, even YouTube Music. Uh, and also, please go just type in Past Tense of Never on YouTube. And for the love of God, subscribe. Okay. Like I need 35 subscribers, I think to get to a hundred and that's when we can get our custom URL. So if you want me to give you a custom URL to tell us or to tell you where we can find, you can find us, then please subscribe.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> that's the easiest way. Yeah.
1: On Facebook, just type in past tense of never on YouTube and or on, uh, on Instagram and Twitter, you can type in P T O N official. Uh, not too great at twittering but we're trying to figure it out and uh pretty active on all the other social media sites though and uh our facebook and spotify are the best way to stay in tune with what's going on with us we find
0: all right thank you so much
1: no it's my pleasure Wonderful thank you time yeah
0: yeah of course all right my beautiful friends that was steven Myers and me steel maggie Mind Made Wrong, our first video interview. Thank you so much for joining us. I will see you next week. But until then, let's go create beautiful things. Bye bye.